took 32 years of seeing him in concert to get a disgusting spat on harmonica from a fat guy. <laughs> <laughs> when you put it like that, you can get that off of Craigslist. Yeah, there's a, there's a special kink for that one. Welcome to Namely 90s. The podcast that takes you back to the time before smartphones, Google, and Y2K. Join your hosts as they relive the pop culture that shaped a generation and the parts that many people wish they could forget. Listen in to the conversation about how the decade defined those who spent their childhood there and how it shaped them as adults. So... Turn down the grunge and dial up the internet. Let's get started. It's time for Namely 90s. That's right. You're listening to Namely 90s. My name's Andrew, and over there is Brandon. That's me. You can find us online at Namely90s.com or on Twitter and Instagram at Namely90s with a 90s. You can also find the show on YouTube every Monday at namely90s.com slash YouTube. And finally, if you'd like to support, uh, it's, I almost did it. If you'd like to support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash namely90s, also with a 90s, and sign up for one of our support levels. Yeah, I almost got through the whole thing unscathed, but then I had a little, little hiccup there in the, uh, the old Patreon. I feel like it's thing. only recently that you've started to kind of like screw up on occasion during your intro yeah that i don't know what that's never about. typed out before no never once never uh, once in 115 boy, episodes 115 plus episodes why would i write it plus 25 i'm pretty good at it you are and but now you're you're pretty uh, bad at it <laughs> i was gonna say your your mental facilities are failing you but sure faculties faculties or facilities for this faculty 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 okay but yet I feel like people do say facilities sometimes right? with reference to people's, I don't know. Is that because of the James Bond level facility? I always thought that was, yeah, it's facility, right? Yeah, it is facility. It's not like a bunch of college professors, Russian Uh, college professors called faculty. Yeah, it's like a 90s television show starring Felicity Huffman. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, you're not supposed to shoot indiscriminately at faculty. That's... uh, well, too in this soon. country, that does happen quite a lot, but too soon, too soon. Uh, wow, this is this is here. Whoa, here we are. So I'm I'm by myself. I was on kid duty tonight. Uh, just got back from mm-hmm. camping and had to get the kids all situated in bed and such. Nice. Yeah, I completely forgot you were going camping this yeah. week, but we survived just. Oh, yeah. um, How was it? How was it? I, uh, sorry, you know, how rude of me. <laughs> It was good. It was hot. It was humid, which was gross. Mm-hmm. Um, the baby cannot be trusted. <laughs> it just runs off by um, firewood, fires, axe. You know, we were able to have fires, which is cool. The objects. burn ban is day by day, but it was the maiden voyage of the new camper. And I would like to say that it went pretty well, except, oh, my gosh, am I exhausted? Yeah, I can imagine. so much right. physical work to get out of the house and camping. Like every yeah. time I got out of the bed, I was like, this bed is not bad. It had a foam topper on it. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a short queen. I would stand up and my knees would just sh- burn and ache for like minutes. Uh, sh- what is a short queen? Like it's just a little shorter than a standard queen. Cause it's in a trailer. Okay. I'm, I'm not familiar. I don't know the uh, exact dimensions offhand, but 
It's shorter so than a standard queen. It's as wide as a queen, but it's short. Correct. Because the trailer is only so wide. So it's like a square. It's a little bit more of a rectangle, which it either is a square or a rectangle. I realize you can't be both. It's a square tangle. Well, technically a square is a rectangle, right? True. Both yeah. sides are underneath. You're listening to namely geometry with no. I, mean, um, I studied it in college, but no, uh, I then I in high school. Kayla decided to go to a musical with a friend tonight, and mm-hmm. uh, it's actually a story I didn't know about, except she told me about it. And I was like, oh, weird. I just saw something about that on Facebook the other day. And then I realized that it probably realized she searched it and then gave me like suggestions based that on what she searched. Bl- like the friend was like, oh, I'm going to go see this. And you're like, uh, yeah, I wanted that to be a um, like, oh, what a coincidence. And I realized it's not mm-hmm. anyway. Uh, I have one of those. I've been making breakfast burritos for the last three days. I have not said the word burrito. Uh, I've not searched the word burrito. Um, and uh, somehow today I've had breakfast burritos just all in my feed. They can monitor your buying habits. They know you bought tortillas and eggs in the same trip different trip i bought the giant tortillas by themselves it from, knows it knows yeah where do, you get a, where do you get a tortilla the size of the ones like taco del mar uses uh my local grocery store i can't get them that big i can only get the full size like burrito ones but there's bigger ones in, well you two live in a, a mexican community as well well we do have we literally have a mexican grocery store next to the dollar tree that would be i'm where, sure i would probably find it there because the burrito uh, ones aren't big enough to roll a proper burrito. I'm sorry. Like the, I mean, the, I don't know if proper is the right word, but I understand what you're saying. The mission ones, they're just too small to get anything real good in there, like to that same style. Yeah, mine's mine's the size of like a plate. Yeah. Or bigger that, than a plate. That's what yeah. you need. So anyway, I would check yeah. out the old Mexican grocery store. Anyway, she's at this uh, uh, musical here mm-hmm. in town called what Come is- From Away. Um. I've not heard of this, so uh, I hadn't either. But apparently, when nine eleven happened, they had to ground a bunch of flights, and they directed thirty eight planes to an airport in Newfoundland called Gander International Airport, which I guess is significant because my understanding is, and feel free to tweet your corrections to B Schwitty at B Schwitty on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, that's uh, at namely Andrew on Twitter. Apparently. Uh, it used to be like the last stop before crossing the Atlantic because planes couldn't just fly across the Atlantic back then mm-hmm. uh, for refueling and such. Um, it's the town of Gander and uh, apparently 38 planes carrying approximately 7,000 passengers were required to land there right after September 11th. Mm-hmm. And the musical is about, um, about how these people in this small town have to welcome these thousands of people into their homes and their town and try to like, be hospitable and feed them and give them shelter and such. And it's, it's quite uh, apparently quite interesting award winning. In fact, uh, yeah. Didn't it win seven Tonys in 2017? I don't know this, uh, musical I've never heard of. You would know that. So yeah, um, they are at that and I imagine it is quite good, but who knows? Uh, I mean, is it, is it too soon to be doing nine uh, 11? stuff no no 20, no it's a good years. story but apparently like everyone there is uh spectacularly irish like 
the Irish heritage has been very preserved in that area of Canada because of the fact that, well, there's a lot of Irish people there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very interesting. I'm going to stop talking because I don't know enough about the story to speak intelligently about it. Um, but yeah, I guess, I guess it's uh, going to be good. Uh, hopefully she'll open a giant cone of kettle corn in the middle of the performance and then leave with five minutes remaining in the final number. Like the last jackasses that we went when we went to see the uh, Hamilton. It's not a baseball game. Yeah, I know people uh, seriously. Some guys like get your crack a jack. <laughs> like flings it up into the audience. <laughs> Peanut guy does like the trick, trick yeah, shot. The trick behind the back trick shot. No, yeah. it was like, oh my gosh. Anyway, and then we saw Jim Gaffigan this week too. I forgot to mention that. See that I remember because you texted me. Oh, Jimmy Gaff. It was pretty funny. Um, is he is he funny in person? Yes. Good. Uh, so apparently the writing team behind this uh, worked on my mother's lesbian Jewish Wiccan wedding. Uh, 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 who? What? Sorry. Uh, Irene Sankoff and David Hine uh, were approached by Michael Rubinoff, a Toronto lawyer and theater producer uh, to write the that um, musical that you were talking about come from away. And uh, he knew them from their work on the 2009 musical, My Mother's Lesbian Jewish Wiccan Wedding. Ah, my favorite. Which reminds me of the time that uh, I was sitting next to a Canadian woman on my flight from uh, LAX to uh, Seattle, uh, where she was going to go see her um, lesbian autistic Muslim uh, girlfriend. Oh, uh, to win her back. Lots they of groups represented ex, there. Ex-girlfriend. Um, Lots of groups. Lots of groups. Very captivating story. That wasn't even the most insane part as she was a part of a freaking cult that was led by the son of Australia's most in, uh, infamous cult leader. So that was cool. And also she worked for a children's television show, then got into um, uh, broadcast journalism where she ended up not realizing for a year that she was working for a super conservative Australian station and then quit to go be a um, exotic dancer, but not like strip club. Like she was erotic dancer, excuse me, uh, where, uh, you know, theater performances, but they would be painted over their buffness. Wow. Yep. That was a rabbit hole. She talked to me for three hours and our flight was only for two. So that explains, uh, that explains why not to be nice to people in public. I was so close to putting my headphones on. Oh, you should have done it, man. Oh, so close. And then she, we did, she did not stop talking. That's when you just start pretending to have a major freak out about the airplane. Well, I think the problem was, uh, well, two things. Um, one, she switched seats with the person next to me because they wanted the window seat or no, the aisle seat. And I was like, no, I actually paid for the aisle seat because I'm a large That's person. Tell, it's going to make it more and... difficult for them to identify your remains if you're in the wrong seat, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a threat? I don't know. <laughs> it sounds like it. And the other. Do the you other want it part, to be? <laughs> the other part is uh, she was like the cute girl in the terminal that I was like, I really hope I sit next to her. And then mm, I ended up nope. sitting next to her. 
So sorry. Uh, uh, anything else has been up to hanging around? Well, I think whatever? we should travel further oh. back into the past. Let's do it. Uh, the year was April 1995. Why don't you tell us what's happening? Uh, well, travel back with me, listeners, to April. March of 1991. On the first. What? <laughs> Look at the title of the, the thing. I forgot to edit it in. The, oh, uh, <laughs> Yeah, it says April 1995. Yeah. I don't know. Just, just listen to Brandon. He knows. March 1991. April of 1995 was, I think, two weeks ago. Ah, okay. That makes sense, right? Um, well, let me just check. Uh, if you're confused on which episodes we're on. So are we. Because we're jumping around now because we've done Jump all around. of August. Jump around. Uh, yes, that was two weeks ago. We did April of 1995. Uh, so travel back with me listeners to March of 1991 on the first U S embassy, the U S embassy in Kuwait officially reopens on the third. Rodney King is beaten by LAPD officers captured on amateur video. This was what sparked the, uh, 91 riots. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For good reason. On the third Latvia and Estonia vote to become independent of the USSR. Also on the third, still on the third, Switzerland votes on lowering the voting age from 20 to 18. And finally, the United Airlines flight 585 crashes near Colorado Springs. Uh, this is a 737. Uh, 20 passengers and five crew members died. No the question survivors. that must be asked is why is a 737 only have 25 people on it? exactly that was that was the weirdest thing to me although yeah. he wants to go to colorado springs i mean to be fair thank god that plane only had 25 people on it but uh, my point being could have been worse that's yes. very i mean boy everyone have their own row yep uh on this can you imagine the person that paid to be in first class for that flight oof uh and not just because it crashed but yeah no, i mean independent people. of the crashing yeah obviously oh, on boy. the sixth tyler the creator is born have you heard of Tyler, the creator? No, but that makes me very just, just, I hate everything about all of that. Uh, he's a rapper. I believe, uh, I was going to say, I think he has a podcast, but that's Charlemagne. The God. I hate it on the eighth. The U S the U S performs a nuclear testing at the Nevada set test site. Uh, get that Nevada test. Site. Those are the underground ones, right? I Pretty believe sure. So yes, there's a bunch of big uh, craters there. Kind of cool and irradiated on the eighth, also on the eighth, Devin Workheiser, uh, who is Ned from Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide, is born. Uh, okay. do you are you are you aware of this Nickelodeon show that was probably past our prime? No, uh, you've mentioned it before, yes, because the girl from the show shares a birthday with me, like literal date. Oh, weird, weird, yeah. Uh, on the 11th, Janet Jackson signs a $40 million three album deal with Virgin records on the 13th. Exxon pays a one uh, pays one billion. Oh, sorry. One billion dollars in fines uh, slash cleanup of the Valdez oil spill uh, sidebar. I, yes. Um, I heard on today's episode or yeah, yesterday's episode of my favorite murder. Mm -hmm. They did the 1964 Alaska earthquake and tsunami. It was a 9.5 earthquake. I had no idea this had happened. 
Uh, so and, their uh, favorite murderer in this episode was a earthquake well, tsunami. No, they they do like survival stories and disaster stories gotcha. too now, because they can just do whatever they want. Um, mm. now that they're popular, so uh, apparently that that whole earthquake and tsunami destroyed the entire town of Valdez, and they had to be relocated several miles away and rebuilt. Oh. And that's why that tanker was named Exxon Exxon Valdez. Valdez. Yeah. Uh, now you know. The more you know. know. On the nineteenth, the NFL owners strip Arizona of their nineteen. That doesn't seem correct. Nineteen ninety three Super Bowl game hosted. Oh, yeah, it's in the future. Yeah, it's in the future. Uh, the NFL owners strip Arizona of their nineteen ninety three Super Bowl game hosting duties due to Arizona not recognizing the federal holiday Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Well, to be to be fair, they also don't recognize daylight savings time. That's I don't know how fair that is, but true. <laughs> Uh, also 1991. That's because Arizona's full of old people and they're racist. Uh, yeah. Any of them. Uh, a lot of them are becoming liberal now and that's uh, well, yeah, but back then. Think about how old they were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, on the 20th, Michael Jackson signs a $65 million deal with Sony records to produce six albums. So if you punch up the math there, yeah, she uh, would have made 80 if she did six albums. Old Janet Jackson. Yep. I was going to do per album, but you did it the easier way. Uh, <laughs> and he was the, I, I would say he was the more popular star. She time. overcame the gender pay gap. Yeah. Um, on the 20th, the Supreme Court rules that employers can't exclude women from jobs where exposure to toxic chemicals could potentially damage fetuses. I think that's a win. It's a win. It's a win. For, for women's equality. Uh, yes, because um, it should be their choice whether or not they work around chemicals that could damage fetuses. I wouldn't recommend it, <laughs> but it's their choice. They should, should be allowed be. to if yeah. they wanted to. Yes. Yeah. Uh, on the 22nd, Pamela Smart is found guilty in New Hampshire for manipulating her student lover to kill her husband. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, n- no relation to Kristen Smart, I believe. <laughs> Just going to throw that one out there. Is it um, any relation like, to that? Um, get some, what was that show? Smart Jerry guy. Bozico. Is it related uh, to smart guy? No, it is not related <laughs> to Taj Maori's smart guy. Yeah, <laughs> he was the, he was the, he was the he was uh, student the lover, student lover. Yeah. Oh God. Um, Tia Tamara or Taj, if you'd like to come on our show, Please delete whatever just happened <laughs> from your memory. On the 24th, WrestleMania 7 at the LA Memorial Sports Arena occurs. Hulk Hogan beats Sergeant Slaughter for the WWF heavyweight title. World Wildlife Fund. That's cool. That yeah. sponsored by back then. <laughs> wow. Uh, on the 27th, Donnie Wahlberg from New Kids on the Block is arrested on arson charges in Kentucky. And finally, at some point in the month, Neverwinter Nights releases on DOS, which is co-developed by America Online, Beyond Software, and Strategic Simulations, Inc., and the original publishers of Dungeons & Dragons, TSR. It is the first online multiplayer RPG to display graphics, which is pretty big. Uh, previous, There were previous online multiplayer RPGs, but they were just text-based. Wow, that's lame. <laughs> Uh, TV premiering and ending <laughs> on the first premiering. We have Cl- Clarissa explains it all on Nickelodeon starring Melissa Joan Hart. 
uh, and ending in March of 1991, we have on the 9th, Uncle Buck, the TV series based off of the movie on TBS or CBS, which ran for one season. TBS, TBCBS. What? Uh, in the box office on the first, we have The Doors, the Val Kilmer movie that Andrew knows but has never seen. No, I, I'm aware of it because I watched the Val Kilmer documentary. Gotcha. It starred Val Kilmer, Meg Ryan, Kevin Dillon, Kyle McLaughlin, uh, Michael Madsen, Billy Idol, and Crispin Glover. On the eighth, we have La Femme Nikita, the movie, the French one from Luc Besson. Besson? Croissant? Do, do you remember Luc Besson, no. the director? The great news is you can still offend the French and everyone's okay with that. Uh, that will come back to get us in a few years. Um, he, he was the director that did, uh, the fifth element. Uh, yeah, that's why I knew you'd have that sigh on the 15th true colors featuring James Spader and John Cusack. And on the 22nd, we have teenage mutant Ninja turtles Two: secrets of the ooze. ooze. Finally in the billboard charts, uh, number one for March, 1991 in from February is all the man that I need by Whitney Houston for the first week. Someday by Mariah Carey for the next two weeks, more, one more try by Timmy T, uh, for the following week and coming out the dark, coming out of the dark, coming out the dark, coming out of the dark by Gloria Estefan for the last week and out into April. And now continuing on for third week of March, 1991. All I really cared about was at number 18 was going to make you sweat. Parenthesis. Everybody dance now. Close parenthesis by CNC music. (laughs) Yeah. Everyone's favorite. Now let's go to Brandon for the namely nineties minute. Welcome back to our mid-episode break, namely 90s Minute. Every week, we look back at a culturally relevant show, movie, or piece of pop culture that probably helps stoke the algorithm. This week, in honor of She-Hulk premiering on Disney+, we are looking back at Season 2 of the animated Incredible Hulk series titled The Incredible Hulk and She-Hulk. Previously on Season 1 of The Incredible Hulk, Jennifer Walters, cousin of the Hulk's alter ego Bruce Banner and an incredible lawyer in her own right, got captured by Doctor Doom and was injured. She received a blood transfusion from Bruce to save her life, but it also transformed her into She-Hulk. She then returned in the following episode to team up with The Thing from Fantastic Four, and oddly enough, she was pictured twice in that show. Anyway, Season 1 of The Incredible Hulk was so dark and depressing for a children's cartoon that when it ended, UPN retooled it to add in She-Hulk, becoming The Incredible Hulk and She-Hulk. It was their hope that it would bring more female viewers and more humor to the Dower show. After She-Hulk left Bruce in New York and gave up on the thing because he was still in love with his girlfriend, she moved back to DC to practice law. Bruce winds up back in her life as she defends him in a trial. Meanwhile, she temporarily starts to lose her powers as she goes to her high school reunion, which gets crashed by the villain's leader and gargoyle. Afterwards, she joins Bruce on his quest to find a cure for their Hulkness. In the next episode, Doctor Strange cameos when Bruce is possessed by an evil force and She-Hulk keeps trying to get some strange, if you know what I mean. Their following adventure sees Bruce hypnotized into helping a Chicago crime boss and the only way to help is She-Hulk becomes a rival crime boss with Grey Hulk as her muscle. She then is invited to partake in a fashion show which is crashed by Leader again who captures Bruce so she and a bunch of models must save the day. She-Hulk somehow becomes a Hollywood star but her first film shoot is put into jeopardy by Doctor Doom. After an episode where Bruce looks for a cure in Tibet, we come to the season and series finale where General Ross wakes up from his coma and there's a mind parasite that controls Grey Hulk who takes over a military base and causes a core meltdown. But She-Hulk learns that the parasite is a 
former double agent, which doesn't really matter because Grey Hulk becomes so angry he transforms into the Hulk, forcing the mind parasite woman out. Hulk and She-Hulk push the base into the crevasse to minimize the explosion, saving the day, and ending the series after 21 episodes. At least the second season episode, The Lost Village, won an Emmy for Best Audio Editing. And that's The Incredible Hulk and She-Hulk in an Amy 90s Minute. More or less. And now, back to the show. Um, slight correction before you get started. The Alaska earthquake was a 9.2, not a 9.5. What Alaska earthquake? The one that I mentioned earlier in the show. The 1964 Good Friday Alaska earthquake and tsunami. Oh, it was a tsunami as well. Yeah, sure was. Um, Where was this? Alaska. The town of Valdez was one of the ones hit. I mean, all of them were hit. Apparently, the Space Needle swayed. What year was this? 1964. Are you sure the Space Needle was built in 1964? Yes. <laughs> Is there anywhere you want to go? Um, boy. Uh, it's not often you're able to correct yourself mid-podcast. Mid podcast. So podcast. I'm going to heckle you as much as I can. Uh, well, I vaguely remember. Well, one of these I remember quite well because we did a special on it, which was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze, which is the world's shortest movie title. (laughs) Uh, Which also gave us the legendary Vanilla Ice song, Go Ninja, Go Ninja, Go. Classic. Uh, Yes. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze is 1991 martial action, martial arts superhero film based on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles franchise. It's somehow a sequel to the previous one in 1990, um, but the tone is completely different. Uh, it's a second installment in what they call the original TMNT trilogy. Uh, it follows uh, Leonardo, Donatello, Michelangelo, Raphael, and their master Splinter um, fighting the Foot Clan. The Foot Clan. And Shredder makes two new villains, Toka and Razor, because they lost the rights to Bebop and Rocksteady within a year. Uh, foot, foot Clan. Like, wow. Are they foot fetishists that are also a clan? So something I didn't really do a good job of explaining in the original time we talked about TMNT, the first movie or the third movie. Um so this is based off of a comic book series uh, that turned ah. into a cartoon that turned into live action uh, movies that then turned into more cartoons and live action movies and animated movies. But the original comics were like an indie comic and they were like kind of a lampoon of eighties Marvel, hmm. uh, which particularly daredevil, which had the hand was there like evil ninjas that were attacking daredevil. Um, so yeah, um, that's why it's the foot clan. Cause oh. Marvel had the hand as the big enemy in daredevil. That's in the 80s. okay. <laughs> yeah. How clever they were, uh, to do that. And that's why, um, like if you if you read that comic run, it's like they go to outer space and there's like aliens and shit, and it's it's pretty crazy. Most importantly, the pizza yes. in the opening sequence looks effing disgusting. So bad. Like so bad. The Domino's pizza in the first one, which was was sponsored by Domino's, like 
Domino's is a real like a, a real pillar of the pizza community, uh, the corporate pizza community. They've they been at the a long very time. least, at the very least, they made sure that their pizza looked good in this film. Yeah, they had the incentive to make it look good. I don't know what the hell they were making in the second movie. Yeah, uh, slop. Uh, oh God. On- oh, they would hold it, and the crust was just like Bleh. it was just oh yeah. That's no. not how New York style pizza works. New York style pizza, you fold it. Should be, yeah, but the you crust it. has integrity to it. Exactly. It's 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 not it's not like not crunchy, but it's it's uh, solid enough that it's not going to just flop. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It was. It's so disgusting. It's like not even old pizza because old pizza gets kind of stiff. This is like particularly soggy. I don't. I don't. Ugh. It was it's very disgusting. Someone disagreed with us and I don't remember who it was. Uh but I just yeah, don't think we, when you're eating the pizza, you shouldn't be holding it up here and having the end dangle into your mouth. Like that was what was happening in that sequence. Mm-hmm. And that's not okay. Uh yeah. Um and if you uh, yeah, it, it was it was gross. And then they also brought in um they had April. The turtles somehow lose their lair. And they move in with April for like half the movie uh, in her apartment. And then there's a pizza boy that like, do you remember that opening scene where he's like fighting them with, or he gets, I don't know. He delivers pizza into a mall that's under. Yeah. I remember that. And then there's like salami nunchucks and oh yeah, the salami nunchucks. Oh, (laughs) classic move. Uh, And then during a fight scene with Toko and Razor, they bust into a nightclub while still battling while vanilla ice is yellow uh, singing go ninja go ninja go oh yeah i couldn't believe my eyes when i saw that part which on top of that the lyrics that song say that Raphael is the leader and who would you say is the leader of the ninja turtles based off of just the movie you saw i don't know which one's which (laughs) uh leonardo's the blue one with the swords michelangelo's the 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 one the orange one with the nunchucks raphael was leonardo he is. That's the leader. Okay. <laughs> but yet, was it but just the yet, rhyme was better? The rhyme with Leonardo, Donatello, and Michelangelo because they all ended in nose. Well, none um, of them is really the leader. They work as a team. Yeah, <laughs> Leo's the leader. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, that that makes people angry every time they hear that. And that might not have been Go Ninja Go Ninja Go. That was probably from the first movie, the Ninja Turtles rap from. Uh, it's not new kids. It was anyway. No, go Ninja uh, Go is in this one. Yeah, but I, I, I thinking back on it, it's I think it's a different song that I'm thinking of, and it's oh. from the first movie about the turtles. It's a lot of turtles, Ninja Turtles songs from the early nineties. Way too many. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Uh. What do you think of the movie? You've, you've seen this movie. Um. I hated every minute of it. Really. It en- it ends a super shredder like shredder uh, like giving himself the ooze and then turning into a monster super shredder and then killing himself essentially on accident, um, which a lot of fans were upset by. I I don't think this is a good. I don't think this is as good as the first Turtles movie. It's good when you're a kid because you're an idiot <laughs> when you're a kid and you just like oh yeah it's fun and exciting and it's uh, but the first movie. So I watched them back to back when we watched it for watching comics uh, podcast. Uh, you should check out our our episode with them on 
uh, Team NT2. You can hear my poor quality audio. It'll be great. Because <laughs> uh, we go much deeper in depth with them. Uh, but that first movie was like actually took itself somewhat serious. And it was like a little in, in the vein of like Keaton's Batman. And um, it was an actually engaging movie. This one was just like, uh, oh, I have some ooze. Oh, no, there's giant monsters. Ah. <laughs> Ah, you're like uh, the guy from uh, we talked about him last week. Uh, Tom Hanks, John Lovitz. No, the guy from Andy, Andy Griffith's Davis. show. Don, yeah, uh, no, the, um, oh, uh, you're thinking um, like, ah, it's not Ron Howard. Ah. It's the, I, you did not bring him up last week. Whatever. The, yeah, League of Their Own. You brought him up. I did not. Yes. You said the telegraph delivery guy was trying to do an impression of that one guy from Andy Griffith, Andy Griffith show the um, Don Knotts. Yeah, Don Knotts. Thank you. I you mentioned. I don't recall saying that. You referenced Don Knotts at some point, but you couldn't get the I name t- right. You were comparing mm. the telegram delivery guy to that guy. Huh. No, no, no. Maybe. You, you were doing it. Um, no, no. Um, Jimmy Stewart. That's the one you were doing. Sorry, Jimmy Stewart. I yes. was just too mixed That's up. Fair. Cause they all kind of sound like <laughs> this. <laughs> Jimmy Stewart. Okay. Well, I don't know That's what I'm I was talking like, about. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah, that's it, too it many was, ostriches. <laughs> that that was Don Knotts. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Why are there so, so many brought, ostriches? I'm sorry. Continue. The the first or this movie grossed uh 78.7 million against a budget of 20 mil. 20 uh, mil. It's the 13th highest grossing film domestically in 1991. Well, wow! What an um, achievement. <laughs> Uh, well, for a kid's movie that was that bad. All right. Uh, it's dedicated to Jim Henson, who died uh, between the first movie and this one. He designed the Muppets, yeah. but he did not help with the pizza. And then, uh, he was dead. How was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3? <laughs> it sucks. I think we've talked about it before, oh. but I always talk about how my um, my second cousin Japan sent, it, sent like a ripped bootleg VHS Japanese copy to me. That's like subtitled in English bootleg it. Uh, yeah. Um, I want to talk about Rissa explains it all because I definitely had a crush on Melissa Joan Hart growing up and um, it probably started with this series. Do you remember Carl Clarissa explains it all only the name only the name. Really? Yeah. Uh, um, it was an American teen sitcom uh, on Nickelodeon. It was like a new era of SNCC, which was Saturday Night Nickelodeon. Um, kind of aimed at like the pre-teens, pre-teens. And, uh, earlier teens. Um, it is so it's about a girl, a teenage girl uh, who breaks the fourth wall and addresses the audience directly to explain things that are happening in her life. Uh, dealing with like the typical adolescent concerns such as school boys pimples wearing her first training bra and uh, an annoying younger brother named Ferguson uh, and then also her best friend Sam who climbs through her second story window constantly and her parents don't care Sam is a boy uh, for a total of 65 episodes uh, it ran for five seasons from 1991 to 1994 um, and then she turned into a witch and then she turned into a witch. Well, they tried to do a, they, I think they pitched a pilot or shot a pilot 
for like uh, Clarissa in college. And then she was like, nah, I'm not going to do this. And um, got the role of Sabrina. Um, but yeah, it's um, there were some sequel novels uh, in 2015 uh, called Things I Can't Explain. Uh, where Clarissa is in her late 20s trying to navigate life as an adult. And they want to do a sequel series, but Melissa Joan Hart uh, is like, no thanks, I'm good. It seems uh, bad. Yeah, well, I was reading an interview from her, um, and she said specifically, like, once I'm done with a project, I'm done with a project. I don't like to revisit it. That's fair. It doesn't doesn't sound like there's anything in it for me. Because it's never done well. Sometimes it's done okay, <laughs> but you're right. It's what's, not I mean, always... in your opinion, what's the best executed, well, reboot mm-hmm. and then sequel series? Uh, well, I can tell you what it's not. Uh, How I Met Your Father was not great. <laughs> um, I love Hillary Duff. Well but I thought the series was okay, but it wasn't like. Well, it didn't capture the magic. It tried so hard to capture the magic of the first season of series and didn't. Um, I would say reboot, like reboot or Full on, like, like try to redo it with reboot. different people. Um, I thought Chilling Adventures of Sabrina on Netflix was good, but it's technically not like a reboot of the. Um, Melissa Joan Hart. Series. Yeah, I mean, as close as a reboot as you can get. I mean, you can't just remake the same show. It doesn't work ever. Uh, I mean, they use different source material from the comics. Like, um, and then, newer okay, material. so what about sequel, prequel, alternate mm. universe? Star Trek The Next Generation. Fair enough. But yeah, there was like 30 years between that. So, and it was a completely different show while still you didn't say boston legal that's a spinoff that's different sorry of yeah that's a spinoff of star trek where uh (laughs) captain kirk gets fat (laughs) and sent back in time yeah and somehow Uh, becomes credentialed to be a lawyer lost his memory uh it happens all the time in star trek um and in fact how he dies is from traveling through time uh, spoilers, but I saw her like Clarissa. She had like a really bright sense of fashion. Like, uh, I guess that was kind of like the late eighties, early nineties. You enjoyed look, it because of the fashion. Okay. Good to know. She like, she, she didn't care what people thought of her and she, uh, it was, it was cool to, um, see like a series focus on a girl even back then that wasn't like, Oh, like, typical typical like babysitters club bullshit right um like there were school and boys and pimples and whatever problems but it was like it felt grounded like in the same way i always talk about the adventures pete and pete like um having like a weird grounded quirkiness to it clarissa had a similar thing but they were it was more of a sitcom like it was set up sitcom style uh, and I just always, I thought it was cool that her best friend would climb through her window, uh, <laughs> unannounced. And she'd just be like, Hey, so, like she would hear a, like a music sting and be like, Hey, Sam. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Did they play the know. song come to my window by Melissa Etheridge? Only in the episode where they were like, 
infatuated with each other and trying to figure out if they should be boyfriend and girlfriend. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, I was kidding. Okay. I think. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, okay. What else? Uh, so I thought we should finish it up with uh, some arson charges. Uh, <laughs> New Kid Singer was charged with arson um, in Louisville, Kentucky. New Kid on the Block singer uh, Donnie Wahlberg was charged with first degree arson in a fire at a hotel where he and the rock group were staying. Uh, Sorry, rock group? Apparently, that's what uh, George W. Hackett of uh, Associated Press thought they were. Wow. Um, One of them new age rock and roll groups. uh, What is this, the town from Footloose? Fire Chief Russell Sanders said Wahlberg allegedly poured a flammable liquid on a rug on the ninth floor of the historic Sealbach Hotel and set it on fire. There are no injuries and no major damage. Uh, Then Wahlberg's quote quoted as saying, the part is that I ran down the hall pouring vodka all over the place trying to burn the place down. There was no vodka. There was no matches. I didn't even rub two sticks together. Uh, I'm on top of the world right now. Why would I want to burn a hotel down? Where's that going to get me except jail? Um, yeah. Uh, I don't think the charges ever stuck, but he did have to appear in court for it. And so after learning about that, I thought we should figure out which of the new kids on the blocks we are most like. Um, we're doing a BuzzFeed quiz with a different title that's insensitive to uh, Native American groups, but we're just going to... Link it in the description below, and you can judge BuzzFeed from seven years ago. Always judge BuzzFeed, for sure. Yes. Which new kid on the block is you? Uh, Which food are you craving right now? Are you stock photos of chocolate chip cookies? Stock photos (laughs) of of, uh, ice cream? Stock photos of chocolate? Stock photos of cupcakes? Stock photos of popcorn? Or stock photos of The world's most disgusting bacon. Also, yeah, that's floppy courtesy as... for every single stock photo to thinkstockphotos.com. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go ice cream because I have ice cream in the freezer waiting for me after this. Uh, and you're craving the ice cream? Um, no, I'm just a I fat would... F. <laughs> I would say I'm craving a chocolate chip cookie right now. Uh, where will uh, you go on your next vacation? Hey, isn't that your uh, recording shed? Kind of. My Unabomber shed. Uh, there's yeah. a picture of New York City, I think. Uh, a shack in the woods. Las Vegas. A roller coaster. The beach. And an RV near what looks like a mesa or canyon. I'm pretty sure that's somewhere in Arizona. Um, well, I'm not going to the beach, probably, but I am going to San Diego soon. So I'm going to say the palm tree. No, oh, I figured you would go with the RV. No, it's not until um, September. I am assuming I will be going to Vegas. Vegas, baby. Unless I somehow end up seeing you guys win in San Diego. Um, Speaking of which, we need to figure out the recording situation for that because I'm also going to be out of town. Uh Oh, Uh, anyway, I'm picking Vegas because I have friends in Vegas and I I now routinely go there. Uh, Choose a prehistoric creature. A triceratops, a woolly mammoth, a velociraptor, or at least what we think a velociraptor looks like because of Jurassic Park, a Tyrannosaurus Rex, a saber-toothed tiger, and uh, an animated Dilapiosaurus. Going T-Rex all the way, baby. 
Uh, I always like the woolly mammoth. Did you know that California uh, had pygmy mammoths until what, about 12,000 years ago? Wow. There's like a um, asteroid impact event that wiped them out. What trait do you value most in a significant other? These are all pictures of animals. A lion for confidence, an eagle for honesty, a llama for cool hair, a chimp for intelligence, a grizzly bear for muscles, and a corgi for a cute smile. Oh, I, I guess I have to go first. Um, I mean, uh, what do I value most in a significant other? I'm going to go with the most shallow answer possible other than cool hair, a cute smile. I'll go with intelligence. And that's why I'm not married. <laughs> Which retro fashion trend deserves to come back? Side ponies or ponytails, uh, ripped jeans, mullets, overalls leg warmers or spandex uh i'm pretty sure spandex came back at some point uh i'll do ripped jeans i like the side pony not for myself but uh it's cute choose a drink generic brown liquor on ice what looks like a mai tai maybe uh that's a lava flow lava flow uh milk no no you're right. it's looks like whole milk to me um Beer, like a lager, a what looks like a martini with two olives, but I'm pretty sure that's just water, and then a tequila <laughs> shot. Yeah, because a dirty martini would not look that clear. Um, I'm probably going I, for the pink drink, which is not pink, but <laughs> the lava flow. I, I I like me a um a whiskey, even though they put it on the rocks. That's I think that's not how you should be drinking your whiskey. <laughs> Uh, which of these jobs would you most enjoy or would you enjoy the most? A teacher, an actor, a firefighter, a pop star, an athlete, or a librarian? What? Um, I'm going to go athlete. I think I would hate being an athlete. Um, I I want to say I don't I don't think I'd enjoy being an actor, but I would like uh, I'd want the fame that comes with it. Okay, that's fair. Uh, but I'm actually going to go with teacher all right because i think i'd be good at that pick a lamp um six ugly lamps one's a tea light one's like a magnifying stretchy thing that you put on your desk uh and they're all pretty ugly (laughs) they're terrible i feel like i could make something happen with the yellow zigzaggy one so i'll go with that the bottom right uh, one looks will, like a traffic cone with a lampshade coming out of it. I think it is. Um, I, I guess I have a lot of like wood, dark wood in this place, so I would go with the brown, brown one. Um, if you were a musician, if you were in a band, what musical instrument would you play? Guitar, electric. Oh, spiderweb. Uh, that's a piano, actually. Uh, piano, saxophone. <laughs> Uh, drum kit, trumpet, and acoustic guitar. Um, if I were in a band, I would probably play the saxophone because those—that's the only thing. Not enough saxophone solos in music anymore. Um, yeah, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna say acoustic guitar so I can play Wonderwall in a high school talent show. As an adult, uh, choose a mode of transportation: a mountain bike, a is that a Dodge Challenger? Camaro. Um, uh, 
I think it's Camaro. It's hard to tell. A stretch limousine, a smart car, uh, a tank, or a um, motorcycle. motorcycle. I gotta go with the Camaro all the way, man. Uh, you know, if I'm if I was given the choice of these six vehicles, I would go with a tank. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next one. Um, if you could only eat one food forever, which one would you choose? Steak. Salad, spaghetti, candy, sushi, and turkey leg. <laughs> uh, I feel like the steak would kill me the fastest. Um, uh, I'm going to go with sushi because there's a, a diverse amount of sushi that you can have. Um, you can pick. It I'm going salad want. because like you can, anything can be a salad. Pasta salad. You want meat on That's a salad. True. Like anything's a salad. Put one one leaf on it. it's a freaking salad sorry i didn't think about that choose a boston skyline it's six different pictures of boston <laughs> one has like an orange filter one's at night one's during the day another one's during the day but with a light filter on it another one at night but it's overcast and finally one really artsy photo of like you're at the docks but there's like a, a rope chain rope in front of you so i'm like, choosing oh, I'm the second to last one put this in the foreground um I'm gonna go with the artsy one all right who wants to go I, first you go first uh, sure um my new kid equivalent self is jordan i don't know who that is uh you have a knack for finding beauty and elegance in the, you have a knack for finding beauty and elegance in the world your wardrobe is always on point, and your friends often consult you for wardrobe advice and decorating tips. Luckily, your heart is every bit as big as your brain, and absolutely, and you absolutely love sharing your talent with everyone. The world would be, be a better place if we were all just a little bit more Jordan. My new kid equivalent is the arsonist. <laughs> Yay, I knew one of us You're a tough, street-smart <laughs> go-getter who knows exactly what you want and how to get it, such as Pouring vodka all over it and lighting it on fire. People often mistake you for a bad seed, which is why you now appear in Blue Bloods with Tom Selleck. But once they get through to your tough exterior, through your tough exterior, they quickly realize that you're sweet, gentle, that you're sweet, gentle, and incredibly smart and can't read aloud. You'll never find yourself off course as long as you let your inner Donnie be your guide. Do I light this on fire? What would Donnie do? <laughs> yes. Uh, Jordan Knight is who I got. Um, all right. Any final thoughts? I need to do some exercises of reading aloud. Apparently I cannot do it. Uh, so yeah, you should, you should definitely check out Wahlburgers while you're in San Diego and, uh, that's it for this week's edition. What? Uh, namely 90s remember you can find uh, new episodes out every monday check the episode description for this week's supplemental spotify playlist curated by yours truly find us on twitter and instagram at namely 90s with 90s or find our personal accounts at beachwoody and at namely andrew and tell us what you want us to talk about on future episodes if you'd like to support the show, please check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash namely 90s also with the 90s and finally you can contact us through our website namely90s.com Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Hey Sam, Deezer, TuneIn, iHeart, Good Pods, and wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm Brandon, that's Andrew, and we'll catch you next time.
Well, I can't. I can't draw anything. 